subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Monday morning, the 11th of May. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. It became inevitable and on Friday, Minister Joe McHugh confirmed that Leaving Cert students will not sit exams this year. Teachers will be asked to provide a professional judgment of each student's attainment, which will be subjected, subjected to a rigorous in-school process to ensure fairness. The school principal will approve the estimated scores being provided and the rankings of each student in each subject in the school. The special unit within my department will process the data provided by each school and operate national standardisation again to ensure fairness amongst all students. Grades will be finalised for each student and a formal state certificate will be issued. Importantly, students can appeal, appeal the grades. This means checking the school entered data, ensuring it was correctly transferred to the department, reviewing that it was correctly received and processed by the department, and having independent appeals scrutineers verify the department's processes. The option to sit in examination will be available to any candidate unhappy with the outcome of their appeal. This could be in the autumn or whenever it is deemed safe for them to be held. Joe McHugh, the Minister for Education. Let's talk about this uh, with his shadow. Fina Falls, spokesperson on education, is Thomas Byrne, who is a TD in Meath East and on the line with us. And a very good morning to you and thank you indeed for joining us as always. I suppose it was never going to be perfect, but is it fair or as fair as possible, do you think? Well, I mean, no solution is going to be perfect. And I think, I think it's first of all, it's just good to remember that I think it was inevitable because still some people are wondering about it. But I mean, the public health advice was that it couldn't take place. That's the first thing, couldn't be organised. But secondly, uh, the lack of access that many students had to school and the lack of access to teaching, the difficulties with online, financial disadvantages as well with online devices, all conspired to make it impossible uh, for the Leaving Cert to go ahead. And I think one of the most important contributions that really has gone unnoticed actually was the National Educational Psychological Service, who have published a document as well, uh, agreeing with the new system, uh, well, at least being better than 
what, what was proposed to have the exams because of the mental health and stress in young people. And in fact, quite a number of educational psychologists would have been in touch with me and um, pushing me in this direction as well because because of the stress they saw. And of course, we picked that up from parents and from teachers ourselves. So I, I think it's worth remembering that that's why it happened. This was I don't think this was a choice. I think it was inevitable. And I think the difficulty is that really they should never have said that the exams are going ahead mm. uh, when they hadn't got clear um, public health advice and they should have put in place uh, the alternative system much earlier so that they would have more time then to iron out potential difficulties. And look, there will be difficulties, mm. and I'm not going to fall out with them too much over that. Um, they have to do their best, and I suppose we have to help them iron out difficulties. Um, but I, I've no doubt that what's proposed would be fairer than actually doing the leaving check. That doesn't mean it's perfect. That doesn't mean there are items for improvement mm. or items for consideration by the department. But there's no doubt that it would be better than sitting the exam. OK, yeah. imagine a lot of exceptionally intelligent people won't get to go to university. I've known many of them over the years, as I'm sure you and everybody else has. Uh, Really, really intelligent people who don't put the work in, but fly the exams. Uh, And this is going to be based on classwork and homework, as well as other assessments and uh, exams, whether it's the mocks or Christmas or or summer exams uh, combined. Uh, But people will fall down on aspects like that, won't they? Uh, I, I, I hope not. I mean, first of all, if you, if you made no changes to college places, uh, you're going to have the same amount of people going to college courses, which is tens of thousands of people mm. quite satisfied with courses. What we're looking for, and we said this from the start, is an increase in the college places. They'd have greater mm. numbers of students from this year's Leaving Cert class going to greater numbers of college places, and uh, just to give them a chance and to make to make the system as fair as possible. Uh, that's that's the issue. The truth is, if you if you stayed with the exams you're going to have a huge amount of people simply not able to perform uh, because of the circumstances that they face. And it simply was, apart from the fact that the department now admits that it couldn't hold them at all, uh, there's a huge amount of people couldn't perform. So this seems to me uh, to be an alternative. My, the alternative that I offered was, was slightly different in that it didn't involve teachers making subjective marks. Mm. Uh, but whatever system uh, you bring in, holes will be poked in it, undoubtedly. So mm. I think we should poke oh, holes well, in it's, them. Yeah, it's and, never going to be and, perfect. And that, no, yeah, but I think we should poke holes in them to see can we get, I mean, let's not look for mm. problems, but look for solutions to the problems. So certainly I'm, you know, I've been talking to people over the weekend who've been pointing out there are a number of issues. And my objective is not simply to slam the government isn't this shocking, but say, look, how do we solve this? Mm. How do we get a solution? How do we get as many students from this year's leaving class uh, into third level. But is ongoing assessment possible if performance hasn't been recorded? Uh, I mean, uh, a lot of this will have to do with memory, won't it? Uh, Some of it may well. I mean, the system that I would have proposed would have been to look back at either the mocks or uh, the internal exams that you would have done in school, let's say, for example, usually at Christmas and summer, sometimes at other times of the year within schools, and to look back at them and give students an option. That was what I proposed. But undoubtedly, they will form part of the assessment in terms of what the teacher is doing. And I think I have to say this, that the unions have come on board, yes, with reservations, and I think they're right to have some of the reservations they have. But they have come on board. And I think that we can trust teachers and their professional judgments uh, to do the best they can on this uh, and to make sure that every child sorry, every younger, I keep calling them children, but the reality is the majority are over 18 and that's actually been part of the problem here that we're not treating them like adults like mm. in the way that we should do and sometimes I, I, I fail on that myself. Mm. Um, but the, 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 we, we, we can trust our teachers, I think, to do the best possible job. This happens in third level routinely. Mm. Um, the difference between someone getting a first class degree and a second class degree may well be your, your, you know, your lecturer's marks, uh, mm. which it is. 
Um, so, so I think we can trust teachers, and I think they're up for it. And I think we just have to tease it out this week. There's a dull debate on, on uh, this week, okay. uh, and I hope we can tease out some of the issues. And I'll be writing to the minister today. I have a couple of other people to talk to today who are experts in education. That's what I hope the department is getting. They, they told us Friday they were talking to gl- global experts. Uh, they do exist, and other countries have had to mm. face this. But look, the key is get as many of them uh, into college as possible. If a, a student is related uh, to a teacher or maybe their neighbour, uh, they might think uh, that... Uh They'll be looked on favourably. It could actually work against them as well because the teacher might want to be seen to be impartial. No, I, I can't see how it would work against them. Uh, I mean, clearly the, the teacher won't be able to correct um, or give a mark for a relation. That's not going to happen. Uh, but whoever's doing it instead uh, will have to look back. Obviously, the work that's there and the exam results that are there. And apart from anything else, it's not just the teacher's subjective judgment. The teacher's going to have to go back to their to the history department, for example, and when the history department does their results, they mm. go to the principal then as well. So there's, I do like that aspect of it, that there's different checks within the school, and then the department obviously has its own system, which is not without flaws, mm. uh, but they do have to apply some type of standard system uh, nationally. Uh, and again, that's, that's probably the, the aspect that's caused some contention in terms of how they apply the, 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 what they call the curve um, to standardise exam results nationally. But, but the fact that there's certainly checks within the school gives me greater confidence that this will be done objectively and the fact that the departments have emphasised that the students' results, the students, mm. how the student did themselves is the key thing. Um, so I think that that gives me confidence to some extent that the national curve won't militate against the students. But again, these are issues to tease out mm. uh, in the dog this week. OK, and, and then what? I mean, it's a relatively complicated process uh, that is uh, being proposed. When will it start and when will students get the results, do you know? Well, I suppose the objective here is, um, we, we, we don't have full details on that, but the objective here is that the students won't be unnecessarily delayed go, go, starting college if that's, if that's where their chosen path. So up until now, the colleges were beginning to finalise, maybe not publicly in all cases, but we're beginning to finalise dates for return for second years and third years, and maybe fourth years as well. Yeah. So the first years were then, they were waiting to see, and there was talk certainly that could be delayed to November, December. January actually was mentioned to me at one point, so that now won't happen. So... They will be able to bring the students into first year whenever public health allows. And I think it's mm. really, really important that subject to public health that we do progress our students, by the way, at all levels of the education system uh, to make sure that we get that progression. We can't be, I don't agree with p- keeping people back um, unnecessarily unless they individually need it, but unnecessarily as, as a group. I don't think that should happen. I don't think it would be good for, for students or, mm. or for society in general. So they, they will start back as soon as colleges can, actually. Um, they will start in college so that there will be no unnecessary delays. And I think that's another aspect of the system that I like. But I will want to ma- um, the department to make sure that they are being guided by the absolute best available expertise mm. to make sure that the national standardisation is done as fairly as possible uh, with the students' performance at the heart of it. I suppose yeah. there's uh, a couple of other things. One is nobody knows exactly when it will be safe uh, for the schools or colleges uh, to reopen. That may be in September and it may be uh, a lot later down the road. Uh, and uh, then there's uh, the issue of fairness. Uh, and uh, whilst everybody will do their best to ensure that it's fair, there is processes of uh, appeal uh, and not just appealing the results or, or the grade that has been given, uh, but there's also the prospect of of legal action being taken against the state. Yeah, well, I'll just go back to the, the college being open, etc. So, so the leaving service was postponed basically for two reasons, primarily public health, and then secondly, the, the mental health aspect of it, which is just that, and, and, and the fact that children can't thrive outside of the classroom. You know, and by, some mm-hmm. can, but by and large they can't, and that's, that's what we, the evidence that we have. 
Now, in terms of schools going back, obviously the public health is, is a really important reason, but actually the other side of things, the progression of children, the mental health, the stress, that actually then works in favour of saying that we need to get them back as soon as public health allows. Um, because we, it is not doing our kids much good being mm. at home. Um, we, we really have an experiment at the moment in online learning that men, many teachers and parents are struggling with. We don't, yeah. by and large, this country have the facilities. So I, I want to see children back in school as soon as possible. But that's like saying how long is a piece of string, isn't it? Well, it is, but I think we've got it. We've got it. We've got it. Obviously, we're, we're what, two two months into this now. Um, not quite even, but you know, three mm. months when when it became global news. There's another few months before the school term starts, and research is developing all the time in terms of transmission among children, but also the the other side of the, the, the potential damage that could be done to children from being away from their friends, from being away from education for a long period of time. So let's protect their physical health, absolutely, but let's look at the other side as well. In terms of fairness, I think. Um, we, we've just got to make sure that the, the processes are in place in the department to make this whole thing as fair as possible. Um, and, and as I said, one way is to get extra places into colleges. And um, But we need we, what we haven't seen is exactly how the department will work what's called the national standardisation. So, yeah. so I certainly want a lot more detail on and that. You haven't seen the legal advice from the Attorney General. Do you want that published? Um, well, look, I mean, there's no point in me calling for that to be published. I could call for it to be published, but they never publish legal advice from the Attorney General. Um, but I think the Minister, uh, by saying that there were legal vulnerabilities, I think invited a legal challenge. Uh, I think that was very unfortunate. The Secretary General almost at the same time told us on a, on a conference call uh, as education spokespersons in the opposition that it was legally robust. So certainly we want clarity as to what the exact position is. Um, the truth is, and I'm, I'm aware of people who were taking legal action if the Leaving Cert had gone ahead. These were immunocompromised uh, mm-hmm. um, family members of, of Leaving Cert students and uh, didn't want to go ahead because they were afraid of the damage it would do to them. Okay. Um, so there was legal action whatever way you do it. Yeah. Um, the truth Just is, a case of exam- what type of argument were you fighting in the courts? Pardon? I say it, it was just a case of what type of argument were you fighting well, in well, the courts, well, uh, the, that the exam the, shouldn't have gone ahead or that they should go ahead? Yeah, yeah. So, the, so mm. it's, 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 there are legal difficulties whatever way a department goes. But I suppose one way they've, they've gone to um, check on that is to have the exams as soon as they can under public health and be later in the year uh, or early next year. Um, there are legal issues, though. I mean, this won't be the Leaving Cert. It's the state, state certificate equivalent to the Leaving Cert. And I think we'd like to tie that down in legislation as soon as the new government is formed to make sure that it is exactly the same as the Leaving Cert. And um, we would also like to give protections to teachers to make sure that, and, and I'm, I'm calling on parents not to make phone calls to their students. There's no point. I think teachers are professional enough not, not to accept, not to be influenced by that. But I don't think the phone calls yeah. should be made at all. And we are getting one or two reports of people doing that. Most parents won't do that, uh, but some will. But I do think we need legal protections for children, and I think as well for, for teachers, but legal protections for children as well, but in terms of the fairness of it, um, they, they, they need to be thought of as well. And I'm certainly working on that today with a number of experts to see uh, what we can do to improve the situation. OK, I'm sure it'll be teased out uh, when uh, the doll meets uh, this week and the Minister takes many questions uh, in relation to how this is envisaged to work. But we leave it there for the moment. And thank you indeed uh, for joining us here on the programme uh, this morning. Fianna Fáil spokesperson on education, Thomas Byrne. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.